Today on the Andy Chen Talk Show, we talk to Adrian Pang. Uh, Adrian is easily one of the best actors in Singapore. He runs his own theatre company called Pandemonium. Uh, today, we surprisingly delve rather deep into mental wellness and mental health. Um, we also talked about uh, acting and what it does for our psyche. Uh, this is one of the most honest and sincere episodes I've ever done and I really, really liked it. Before I begin, I just want to say a big thank you to Hone Singapore for sponsoring our shooting location. I hope you like this episode. Thank you. We can officially start now. Excellent. Uh, I have a stinking feeling you're going to have a lot of questions for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me on my show, Andy. <laughs> There's no way I'm gonna out talk you, man. I <laughs> duck myself in your own grave. That you are experienced. Oh god! <laughs> Do you old, remember the last old. time? Experience means old. Uh, well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <coughs> anyways, like uh, I don't even know where to start, man. Do you remember um, where we? Oh my goodness! When we last talked in real life? Goodness me! Um, I know the last time we actually. Um, Work together was possibly on the pupil. I think oh, you did. We, you did I, one or two episodes of the pupil, yeah, right? One, one episode, which was ages ago. Yeah. Which is, was it season one or season two? I think even I even season remember, two yeah. was at least eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was I about think. eight years ago. Yeah, it was about eight years ago. And so then you left. Have you left uh, MediaCorp then already, right? Or not I yet? Left in, I left in twenty ten. Yeah, so eight, eight around, years ago. Around, around, yeah. around eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eight years. I know. Yeah. Eight. Um, yeah. You left quite an impression years. on me then, uh, when you when you were about to leave. I think I had well, a I'm conversation. Very, I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I, I, I get very very thing. nervous when somebody says I've left some kind of impression on them. No, I mean I, I think I was really young then, and then I had like a very one track mind. Or um. And then, like I, and I'm, I'm born and bred in a very traditional Chinese family, right. and then, um, so we don't think too much. We just kind of, you know, oh, like I got a nice job, and then right. like full stop, the end. You, you don't really go anything further than that. Mm. And then when, um, and when you left, then I started like thinking, like, hmm, like, why? And then after that, I looked at, uh, we had a conversation, and then I, I, and I went on to follow your career, and I <laughs> see like, oh, okay. So there is like other options. There is like exploring. So um, why? And I know you have a law degree and law degree, right? Yes, I do. Right, a law degree, right? So I met many, many people, and we always talked about you. Weirdly, you see, that's like a man, very, I think that's I have a man very crush. frightening. I think a man crush on you, and uh, the consensus is that like you don't find people who actually change um, like careers. Like so many times. In life. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, basically, uh, as they say, I got itchy backside. Yeah, and like, cannot, wow, and cannot like sit how still. do you do something like that? Like with Sharon, <laughs> she's also another itchy backside, right? Like she just keep changing, and I like when I look at people like that, I'm like, huh? Like, what's Ooh, the motivation behind? I, yeah, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. Um, I think it's a great thing. I um, actually, to be honest, I mean the last. 30 years that I've of my of my working life I've I've always primarily been been an actor uh and, and that will never change I I I I I chose to become an actor because I just didn't want to grow up 
really. So, you know, for the last 30 years, literally I've been chasing this thing, uh, pretending to be other people, just like a kid, you know, and that, that's been my, my life uh, for the last uh, three decades. Um, so even though the context that I, that I do this mm. has changed a couple of times, um, essentially, it's still me just wanting to pretend to not be me. <laughs> are you, are you like that as a, as a father? As a father, gosh. Yeah. I think, honestly speaking, the only people that really see me uh, for who I am uh, is my family. Um, my wife, Tracy, and my two boys, Zach and Zander. They are the only people who, who really see all the different sides of me. God help them. <laughs> and they, they're still stuck by me. Um, and they know, they, they, they know me. They know, they know how to deal with me. And I would, say, I would say I'm not an easy person to deal with. Well, I've really gone, <laughs> gone into this very quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they're, the only people, they're the only people who know how to deal with me. Right. Um, so this whole thing about, um, you know, switching careers, I really, yeah. ha- I really don't see myself have, as having done that. It's just... I just, guess just the main one was, um, like, you, you got a law degree, yeah, which is well, so all, much all that. Yeah, well, yeah. that. And that then, was, then from that. law to, like, acting was the big switch, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, doing the law thing, I mean, you say, you know the whole kind of traditional way of growing up. In, 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 in a way, um, I did the same thing as well, you know. Um, and I, I chose to do law at university because it was kind of the expected thing of me. Mm. Um, of the, uh, in your family? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you cannot be doctor, then better be lawyer, that, that, that kind of thing. Okay. But were um, you from, you had siblings? I have uh, a sister. Were your, younger were sister. your whole family very academically um, strong? Well, um, I guess uh, all through school, I, I'd always felt um, some kind of pressure to do as well as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I did. I worked really hard all through primary school, secondary school, until Sec 3, where I discovered theatre and I discovered girls. No! <laughs> and I discovered you could meet girls by doing theatre. <laughs> hey! Oh. So that was, that was the end of, <laughs> of, of uh, an era. Uh, and, and that was the beginning of my huge downfall, <laughs> really, because, um, you know, I just, it just became an all-consuming thing. I, 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 I became just really obsessed with this, this world of escape. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I found out that uh, doing theatre and kind of prancing around, as I said, pretending to be someone else was just so liberating for me. You know, as a 15-year-old, you know, I was going through my whole kind of teenage stupid angst thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so discovering theatre was an outlet for me um, just to escape, to run away. From being me, really, you know. Um, like you didn't like you, or yeah. I mean, there's this whole that whole kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's but it's a real thing, and and 
I, actually, I, I will I will be very honest and say that that has never really left me, you know, um, even through the last um, 30 years of my life, mm -hmm. uh, you know, working professionally. Uh, a huge part of what kind of gives me a poke every day to keep going is is the whole thing of trying to run away and um, find something other than myself. I think I think I, I have a deep seated um, <coughs> self loathing, which uh, in a kind of slightly messed up way. I guess pushes me. I don't know if motivates is the word. <laughs> it sounds too positive, but it, it kind of nudges me and pushes me on to keep on keep on running. So it's it has been like a <laughs> like a escape from yourself, do you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like some kind of like Therapy. Really bad childhood. <laughs> or like, do oh, you no, carry no, no, like no, some no. Um, no, no. I mean, like I burden on you? No, I mean, I had a very good childhood. I, I, okay. I, I, I you know, I have great parents um, and a great family. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, and, and I, the family that I've created around me for, for myself, you know, with, with, with my own um, two boys and, and Tracy, mm -hmm. is, is, is a wonderful thing. Without them, I would be nothing. And that, that, is, that is probably part of the whole puzzle as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the puzzle of being Adrian Punk. Um, um, I, think, I think my deep, deep kind of insecurity and, as I said, kind of self-loathing has meant that I've, I've needed to create a, a, a kind of a almost a bubble around myself in, in, in the shape of my family mm -hmm. just to protect me. But you have that now? I do, I do. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I need it. I mean, without them, like I said, I would, I would fall apart. And, and, and within that, my work, the nature of my work enables me to, as I pretend to not be me, you know, and try and, uh, try and um, live other people's lives you know, and as as an actor, mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't know what that's all about. I'm trying to find out at the moment. Um, and I'll be honest. I'll have to be okay. This is no no. Um, <clears throat> this is full disclosure here. I you know I've I've actually been been seeing a a, a therapist. Okay. Because I felt I needed to, just to talk about. <clears throat> um, what is behind all this and why I do what I do and, and why, why the constant need to run, you know. So it's something you're still figuring out? It's yourself. something I you absolutely... don't have the answer No, I, I, I... No. Actually, it's, 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 it's odd. You're speaking to me um, at a time of my life now when, when I'm trying to reevaluate where I am, where I've been, what I'm doing, what it all means. What next? Um, I seem to go through this cycle every. I figured it out. I was thinking about it. Every eight to nine years, I seem to have to go through a whole almost like it's like going through puberty again, and and all that turmoil that comes with <laughs> with puberty. Mm. I'm going through that right now. 
right right now. I think it's called a midlife crisis. Oh, that was this is already my fourth one. <laughs> I think it's crisis. quite. I, I have it too. <coughs> I mean, I had a midlife crisis. Okay, not midlife. <laughs> I, I can't say midlife crisis, but like the cycle. Mm-hmm. I think I have it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a privilege because we are actors that we constantly think like we are very introspective. We think about what we are, every action that we do because we study about motivation and you know what's the final goal, what's the objective, what's the you know and, and we do that to ourselves. And then like when you hit like a bottleneck or like you start feeling that you're not as happy as you think you should be, then you start thinking and then mm. when you dig dig deep deep enough it's quite quite scary. It is, it is. And um in my experience it can creep up on you when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, certainly for me, this time around, it's crept up on me uh, with no warning. So it comes. Like it just comes and, and, and like a little demon just latches onto, onto me and whispers things in my ear. Um, oh. And it's quite scary. It can be very disconcerting because it just kind of makes you question your choices and um, question, your <laughs> question your whole life. Kind of thing. So, so, so. Um, don't let this be an impression. <laughs> no, but I mean, on a young I, man I, like you. I, no, <clears throat> I think it's amazing. I mean, when I when I um, look at you, starting this man crush thing is starting to be very obvious. I always feel like you have all the answers. You know, and um, I don't have any answers, my friend. I don't have any answers for anybody. Um, and frighteningly, not even to my own kids. As a dad, I mean, as as you know, I mean, your 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 two kids are yeah. are four and, four two. and two. Yeah. Mine at this moment, right right this minute, are eighteen Kid and nineteen. 19. Um, and uh, you know, just thinking about where the last 18, 19 years have, have gone. Oh my God, it just goes by so, so quickly. I mean, the time with your, your children, every moment is so, so precious. And my, and my, my two kids are my whole life. I mean, they, they mean the world to me, you know. Um, literally when they were born, mm-hmm. um, I, I remember saying this to myself. I remember my, my, first, my, my first boy was born, Zach. I said to myself, my God, now I know what I'm here for. When my, they were first born? Yeah. Immediately? Yeah, you? I said, my life now makes sense. This whole chase, this whole egocentric ch- chase as, 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 an, as a self-centered actor, you yeah. know. Um, and even then, even you know, then, ni- 19 years ago, and, and I'd only been an actor for seven, eight years. Um, all of a sudden, I was like, oh, okay, now, now I know what my purpose in life is, is to try and make life as as good as I possibly can that is within my power for this for this child you know um, and um, in in a way in in, in a big big way that that's been in a a motivation for me you know Mm -hmm. to, to try and just try and be a better person for my two boys because you know as as a dad, oh gosh, you know, I suppose there is this, there is this need, or oh, I certainly feel the need to try and be a role model to them, to try and be a good example. Desperate need to yeah. do that. And, but I, I, as, as the years have gone by, 
I realized that's almost out of my control. Almost out of, out of um, I don't. I I'm not sure. I know how how best to to be to a role that. model. Yeah, to be to, to to be a role model to set a good example for them as a as a man, as a, as oh, just as a human being. You know, I I. I I have this fear that I've kind of completely messed them up in lots of ways. Because, you know, we, we've actually been quite liberal with my two boys. Um, and, I mean, the good thing about that is that we, we are able to talk about anything and everything. Um, and I've always told my, my, my boys, you come to, come to us, come to, come to daddy. Um, I suppose... Part of that was me telling myself that will always be the case, and and I will always be able to see them through any kind of thing that they could go through in their life. But I don't know. Increasingly, I'm feeling, my God, there's there's actually very little control. You're scaring me. No, no, no. I'm reading. I'm reading this book at the moment called Beautiful Boy. Mm-hmm. And it's a book that has inspired a, a movie that's coming out quite soon called Beautiful Boy, okay. starring uh, Timothy Chalamet and Steve Carell. And I've seen the, the trailers for it. It looks absolutely wonderful, mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Uh, basically, it's about uh, a father who is dealing with his uh, teenage son who's um, addicted to meth. Um, and and um, so I've, I've been reading the book, <coughs> and and the the father writes about his experience as a father which which kind of resonated with me in a big way because he says you know you can do everything you can and tell yourself that it's all for the best of your child but really at the end of the day so much of it is out of control you can do all the right things for your kids and they could still end up messing up and you have to tell yourself that it's, it's not your fault. I mean, you can do all you can. What more can you do but your best as a, as a parent? At the end of the day, your child is still their own person mm-hmm. and they will choose to do what they choose to do. Um, so that, that's kind of a scary, sobering thought so at, at this time you. of my life. Yeah, at this time of my life. When, they, when my two sons are now at the, at the cusp of Becoming, yeah, you know, and and having the right to make their own choices. I um, I worry, and I think about, oh my God, how what 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 kind of worry that I must have put my own parents through through my whole life, <laughs> even now, you know, making watch for them watching me, you know, <laughs> mess up and make my own make mistakes and all that kind well, of stuff. Well, what are you worried about? Like, what what's your what, uh, greatest <coughs> fear? <coughs> Excuse okay. Me. Um, I, I guess I, I have a fear of them turning out like me. No, no, and that's the last thing we're talking about. No, no, it's true, it's true. I, I, <coughs> I, um, I just don't want them to turn out like me. It, it almost seems to me like you, emotionally, you are always like in a turmoil internally. Yeah. Is that? Is that yeah. really? For, so. for like your whole life? Seems like it. Seems like it. And it's only really recently that I've kind of been able to acknowledge that. 
and accept that maybe just come to terms. That's just part of you. I think so. I think as much as I, I and I said just now that my family completes me mm-hmm. and that my work gives me fulfillment. Gosh, I really don't think I am able to say to you I know what the meaning of happiness is. Like you're not a happy person. You I don't, don't know. think you're happy. I don't know. Maybe 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 that's I don't know. Maybe and speaking for myself, maybe yeah. I will never ever know what that means. Contentment, yes, mm-hmm. just feeling a feeling of oh okay. Nothing is nothing is really bad, nothing is really wrong. Life is okay. Is is as good as it gets for me, mm-hmm. I think, and that's that sounds ungrateful because there are a lot. I mean, there's so many good things about. Oh, that's not ungrateful. That's you, an emotion can't be ungrateful, right? It's just the way I you suppose, feel. Objectively, yeah, yeah. I know. But like, <clears throat> you wake up in the morning sometimes and go like, damn. No. What it, like that never happens to you. <clears throat> no man, no. There's always there's always a sense of less restlessness. Okay. And listlessness and and uh, a feeling of okay, can't sit still, can't sit still. Must do something. Must there must be something more. You know. Um, I mean, and I, I try and try and persuade myself that okay, that that that's that surely that's a good thing. That 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 keeps you going, right? That keeps you going. But that also, in a way stops me from able to being able to just take a moment to appreciate mm-hmm. what I what I have mm-hmm. there's a constant yearning for something more, more I guess yeah, yeah. But so so exactly I mean so so when when you say you know we, we started this conversation by by, by saying that um, <clears throat> you know, I, I seem to have made some kind of impression on you with, with some choices or that, that, that I made. I mean, for, for me, it, it was really motivated by my need to find something else, something something more for myself. And that, that still goes on. That is still, I haven't found it, mm-hmm. I don't think. But, but <clears throat> logically, you know, like, um, I mean, you kind of have it all, right? <laughs> logically. I'm... Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, like you're you're working, um, you're chasing your passion. You have a beautiful family, you know. You're one of the best actor I know, and um, I just look. No, just but you know, but like how, like you know, you have all this for sure, like logically, not emotionally, but logically, you know, you have like almost everything like a a, a man can ask for. Uh, um. Well, yeah. I mean, that there is definitely a side of me that. Um, acknowledges I, that I have I have a lot of good things, like I said, mm. and like I said, w- if you take away any of these things, I would I would be a complete wreck. Mm. Um, so it's being held together by these components, you know. Um, oh God, there's this there's this evil voice. <clears throat> have you that um, tells mm. me there's more? You're not enough. You're not enough. And um, and you believe him? It's just your mind. No, I think I. Th- yeah, I think. Th- no, no, I, I. Yeah. I. It's uh, It's it's. <laughs> it's it's terrible <laughs> being me, 
Because you know how people say, you know, the glass is, you either a glass is half empty or yeah. glass is half full kind of person. Yeah. I am the who the fuck took my glass kind of person. <laughs> yeah. So so it 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 it's 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 awful. It's awful. It 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 does very often make me feel terrible that it it seems that I'm so ungrateful about what I do have. Well, you keep beating yourself huh? over something. But do you? I mean. <clears throat> Do you consider yourself having like depression? Um, I think I do. You do? Yeah. And, and, and I think it's taken me years to even admit that. Mm. And like I said, it's strange that we're talking at this very moment because mm -hmm. it's only very, very recently that I um, have been able to um, admit to myself that I, I definitely am... Um, prone to it I think it's uh, I, I've read something that it's genetic you know there are people who yeah, yeah, um, there's yeah. this author called Tim Ferriss mm -hmm. yeah I, I, he, I think he deals with it as well like right. um, like in a year um, like in the whole lifetime like mm -hmm. the normal like a emotionally healthy human being goes to about two to three um, like depression states like yeah. periods um, but for people who have that in their genes they can mm -hmm. have it up to like like 14 times a year right. you know and it's it's not something that they it's not a choice it's just mm. it's just the way the chemicals in of your course, mind and stuff yeah. Yeah. like that so yeah so that's something you're dealing no with. i think uh, um acknowledging it is 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 uh, is a big thing you know um i mean certainly in my own research and and actually in in the work that my theater company pangemonium has done we've mm -hmm. done two Productions that deal with um, um, depression um, and, and bipolar disorder, and, and, and another play. Um, so our, our 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 research into the conditions of bipolar disorder and, and depression, you know, for these two productions. I mean, uh, the 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 one thing that comes up all the time is that you have to be brave enough, I think, to to face up to the fact that you might be going through something and secondly you have to be brave enough to reach out to someone to talk to someone mm -hmm. to seek help um, <clears throat> and in my case um, it was almost out of desperation that I, I felt I needed to speak with someone and and part of what we found out you know doing doing the, the, the two productions um, was that um, it's an ongoing thing. You might never find the solution to, there's no kind of quick fix to it, you know. Um, and it might be a whole lifetime of, of feeling better and then feeling not so well again, feeling better and not so well again. Um, but um, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's what I'm, um, Finding out for mm. myself right now. Mm -hmm. mm. Sounds like a rough patch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is a rough patch. It is a rough patch. So, 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 you know. Um, but like I said, you know, full disclosure, I, 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 I do feel <clears throat> I need, I need to be just very candid and very honest and, and frank about it, mm -hmm. and not just, you know, and as, as you said, this is not some kind of tabloidy. Yeah. 
interview, as it were. Um, and I don't think I, I, I'd be able to be, feel good about our chat if mm -hmm. I wasn't completely honest. I, just, you know, I think it's amazing yeah. that you are sharing, though, because it's such a, still a very taboo it is. It is. I mean, so we, I mean, because you know, and and I realized as well that I I had stopped myself from admitting that I might be going through this. Mm -hmm. See, it's even hard for me to to say it. You know, for me, you know, feeling mm -hmm. depressed. You know, um, because it's a scary thing. It's it's like admit it, yeah, ad admitting the, that you have some kind of an illness. You know, because if once you admit it, then 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 what do you do? How do I find the cure? The cure for it. Uh, so yeah, so so for me, um, even to to come to a place where I can even talk about it is. Um, I hope I hope it's it's in a way, some kind of a healing, I guess. Um, that has. No, change the way I work, because I now you know it, it is with, within my 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 control now and my power to only do the work that I want to do. Exactly. You know, um, Tracy, my wife, and and I started our theatre company, Pangdemonium, in 2010 because we wanted to have ownership and and um, you know that kind of artistic. Um, um, control over the work that we want to do and feel passionate about and truly, truly believe in. And for the last eight years, that's what I've been able to do. Exactly. And that's such a big deal. I mean, it is a big as, deal. as an actor, you know, you really, you have so little control, right? You have so little control over the direction uh, of your career, your, you know, the yeah. path that you take. You're lucky enough to get work. So you take it where you can get it and hope for the best. That's just the nature of, of, of it. So in a big way, the very fact that you know I started my own theatre company uh, with my life partner to do work that we both want to do yeah. is a big deal. It's a big it deal. It's a huge it deal. Is, it is. Yeah, it is huge. So 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 don't don't get me wrong. I mm. I, I I do appreciate that deeply, deeply, deeply. Um, and 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 through pandemonium. Mm -hmm. As an actor, I've been able to <coughs> take on roles which have been a dream, dream, um, which I've grown so much from taking on these roles, um, and just learned so much from from them, um, which in any other situation I would never have have had had a chance to to do so. Um, so so let it let it be said that that I I do deeply deeply appreciate mm -hmm. that, you know. And I'll, I'll go as far as to say that um, without Tracy, uh, it wouldn't have happened. Actually, tra tra it was Tracy's harebrained uh, idea to to do that in the first place mm -hmm. that even made me go, "Oh, okay, there was, there's a way." And I think we must have spoken about this, you know, during my my TV days <coughs> mm -hmm. about how um, how unhappy I was mm -hmm. doing the work that I was yeah. doing. Um, I mean, I was I was. It offered me a lot of security and stability for the family, and I was able to look after the, 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 the family and all that kind of stuff. But you know, I was just very unhappy doing the work that I was mm -hmm. doing. You know, um, um, 
So, so deciding to quit that day job and start a theater company was a huge risk, a huge, huge gamble. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, eight years down the line, we're still we're still going, and um, um, I c- on my on my business card it says um, artistic director, mm-hmm. but really I just work for my wife. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy is my boss. Um, so she's she, the brains. Behind. Absolutely, she's the brains, the brawn, and the beauty <laughs> behind Pangdemonium. I'm just the one poncing around on stage, you know. Mm. Um, she directs all our shows. Mm. Nobody knows that. I, not, sure enough, not, enough not enough people. Not enough people realize that Tracy directs all the shows. Mm-hmm. She tells me what the hell to do, <laughs> you know, and I, I just try and do it. Um, and not only that, I mean, she deals with a lot of the um, um, managing of the company itself. Mm-hmm. You know, she does all the budgets. She she deals with the staff. And she you know, all that kind so of. So she's a producer as well. Absolutely, so. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I absolutely. I mean. For myself, yeah, I call myself an artistic director, producer, and actor. But really, it's all a, it's all a veil of lies. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because really, Tracy, Tracy, um, she is the left brain, right brain, brain, you know, artistic as well as uh, business minded. Mm. Um, she holds the reins to 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 the company. She's leading the, without. Me, if you take me out of the equation, pandemonium would still carry on. I swear to you, pandemonium would still um, thrive and flourish. Um, but without her, it will close shop n- tomorrow. You leave it, leave it to me, this actor, mm-hmm. this actor <laughs> who just only knows how to pretend to be other people. I couldn't even pretend to be a producer, stroke, artist direct, artistic director of Pangdemonium to keep it going for another 24 hours. I swear. She is awesome. Tracy mm. is just, just an awesome woman. And, and I... I oh God, on a daily basis, I'm just a fucking grouchy husband going through... Are you grouchy? I'm like very grouchy. Going through my own... This shit, lah, all this shit at the moment. So I'm even more grouchy than, than normal. <laughs> I'm a very, very grouchy person. <laughs> my, um, yeah, my, my, my sons kind of make fun of me that I'm just stressed out over every damn thing. And, uh, um, but, um, yeah, so they, they, they just basically put up with me. Do you know, like, um, <laughs> I, I, there's this saying that, like, um, the only good actor is a, it's a man that's suffering. Do you agree <coughs> with that statement at all? That you have to suffer for your yeah, art. Yeah, you have to no, suffer, I mean, or no, you have I, nothing I to give. You know. I mean, I won't. I won't lie. I think the the fact that I'm so messed up <laughs> probably feeds into the work, I guess. And and I and felt honestly, uh, actually, funnily enough, I was I was speaking to my therapist about this mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago, and pr- precisely this this topic came up. And um, I think every actor, no matter who it is, uh, and whatever role that you, you play, a part of you will feed into that role. It's, sure. it's you know, it, it, um, 
it's just the nature of, of, of it. Mm. Um, so for me, I guess, you know, because I've all got all these kind of conflicting things that are um, uh, this churning around inside me, um, there have been roles I, I, I know that I've taken on where I guess a part of that is channeled into it. Um, even though the role may be completely foreign to me, um, like say, I don't know, God, I, for example, I don't know, playing a um, serial killer pedophile that I, uh, a role that I played um, about four years ago for, for Pangemonium. I mean, I can't pretend that I understand this, this man's psyche mm-hmm. and why he did what he did is based on a, on a, on a, on a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of anguish that he kind of went through in the course of this play, um, I suppose, you know, in an almost subconscious way, I had to find something within my own messed up psyche to, to kind of feed into this character, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I think we all do that. We all we all do that um, as as actors. I'm sure you do as as, as well. <coughs> but the issue with me is that I used to be quite an unhappy person. Right. And then um, when I started my career, I did a lot of like villains and you know like bad guys, serial killers mm. and stuff like that. And I or like unhappy people. And I and I I did well because I I, I basically used most of my own you know real emotions. Right. And it was therapy for me. So I just kind right, of I right, just used right. it. But I got happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Then> <laughs> you got happy how? 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 I just just through um, just living. Yeah. Right. I just life just life just changed. Mm, life changed. Okay. I think my mindset changed as okay. well. I started to. I mean, I started doing practices like I start um, visualizing. Um, like every morning now, mm. I do like a meditation. Do you? And then I, I thank, um, I give gratitude to three things in life that I I'm just really grateful right. for mm-hmm. um, you know two big things and one small thing right you know. and then after that I think about three things that I really want mm. and then I I give gratitude like I have it already okay yeah so when I put and I and I you know like in short sizes I don't do it in a way whereby like I'm looking at it far away right I like like one of it is like I walk onto like a international film set with like the like amazing director I have a different one every day <laughs> <laughs> like like oh like oh my god I'm working with um Oliver Stone or I'm uh-huh. working, you know, and I walk and I'm like like spatting me on my back, telling me like, hey, good job yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then like I'm going to the buffet table which doesn't exist <laughs> in Singapore. And then you know, so I, I have that in my mind. And I throughout the whole process I'm just like like thank you. Thank you for like I'm so grateful for the opportunity of uh-huh. So I I do that in the morning every day now. Wow. And, yeah. it, and, it, it, and it helps. You. Like immediately like when I'm done, I find myself breathing better. And okay. then like I like, you know, we wake up like that. Then yeah. I just kind of, you just naturally, because you're so happy about right. it. Yeah, right. I just kind of, you become like that, mm. you know. And then now I'm trying to do like a review at night, which I don't, haven't formed that habit yet. But right. I want to, before I go to sleep, maybe I'll take like 10, 15 minutes. Right. And then I'll just think about the day. Like, what made me happy? What made me unhappy? Mm. And then what could I have done better? What, what mm. would I have done that would make me happier? Mm. Or like, you know, would make me a better person? Right. So right. I want to... Um, it, I haven't formed that habit yet, so I want to start the day with that, like mm. like that that meditation. And then before I begin every activity, I want to say thanks to being able to do the activity. Wow. 
and then at the end of the day, I want to end off with like a like a review whereby I just reflect like today, like you know, like mm -hmm. if I lost my temper or was if I was sad, then like like why? Mm. Why was I sad today? What triggered it? Mm. You know, so um, I realized that when I, it's both right. It's yeah. knowing it and feeling it right because mm. it's two completely different mm. things. So like, when I know it, it helps me. Make, makes it logical and then mm. but when I feel it when I live it mm. I think that helped lift, lift my mood quite a bit and also because my life got better and one huge thing that like really turned my um, like my psyche around was that I used to chase after like you know like significance I wanted to be like the most famous actor in Singapore right. in the world you know yeah. I want to be in a Hollywood production and the limelight is all on me I, I was chasing that and that was making me so miserable right. but once I realised that um, what I really wanted was um, to grow yeah. and then to love mm. so once I said that I realised that I was like being famous was not important to me at all I just thought it was famous mm. it, was, it was important mm. so once I started to shift my focus to growth like I just wanted to become a better actor to mm. become like a a better person that can contribute more to the society a better father a better wife and I want people around me you know like my 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 boys here, mm. <laughs> like when I grow, I, when I when they grow, I realize I feel, I I feel I feel happy, I feel mm. fulfilled. And then when I'm spending time with my kids and my wife and mm. the people I love, which is not much because I'm not a social person as well, mm. very not social. Same. Yeah, I can't I can't do even up to today I can't do like events like press conferences and hate them. I was I'm just really bad. I can't even do weddings. I haven't I have not <laughs> done more than um, five weddings in my life. Done meaning? That's like go to people's oh, really? wedding. Yeah, okay. I just like, oh no, I'm not free. I can't, I just... Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm, I'm very much I like can't, that yeah, well. I can't. And I, and I accept that. And now I, I used to feel sh like bad when I like say like, no, I'm not going. And I try and come up with excuses. Now I just say like, like you know, I'm not, uh, like oh, right. I won't be able to miss it. And then I'll send, like, so I will send a gift over. Right. But right. I just don't want to be, I, I don't like it. No, same. I, yeah. I can't completely know how that feels yeah. I completely know how that feels yeah. I, I, I oh gosh I mean the, the I don't know why it's a, the, the, I don't for, for me there's a there's a it comes with a certain amount of I don't know pressure or something or the need to try to fit in oh god it feels yeah. like we are weird I feel no I'm yeah I mean yeah I mean and for someone who's never felt that I fit in yeah being in a in a in a social situation like that is yeah. terrible and I, I avoid it like you. I avoid it. So, but so you've known how to kind of discipline yourself to just tell yourself if I don't feel like going, I just don't. I'm, I, honestly, I'm still struggling. It's a right. daily struggle, but I'm trying to come to terms with it. And I yeah. think I want to be honest with people because I used to just find excuses and I hate myself for that. Mm. And anything that I find myself hating myself doing, I kind of want to stop that. Yeah. You know, because I want to. I want to love myself. Yeah. You know, and I'm learning to be proud of the things I do, you mm. know, and um, that's why I, I don't want to lie to people, you know, so in the past, um, especially in, in our industry, it's very easy to um, kind of pacify someone, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it later, or like, oh yeah, I'll check my schedule, or you know, yeah. like, you just kind of find excuses mm. and then you, like, it slips your mind and then like, people just don't follow up and then you mm. just let it go. Every time I do that, I feel like I, 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 a little yeah. bit of myself die a little bit, yeah. and, I, and I don't want to do that. Mm. So now I'm training myself to just say like, oh, you know, I'll give that a miss this time, but you know, congratulations. Yeah. And I don't know if they're gonna think I'm a prick or something, but no, you know, I'd rather do that than than. I think self care is uh, is a very important thing. Yeah. Um, because I mean, not, 
not wanting to to make it sound as though you know what we do is all about giving and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but 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 there 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 are certain kind of obligations that people put on you um, to have to fulfill. When but when you think about it, actually, do I do I really need to? Um, in the bigger scheme of things, what does it serve? I mean, if it really is helping somebody else, I mean, sure, it is, is, it, there's a value in that is, right. and it, it's worth doing. But if it's all part of the whole damn machinery of marketing or whatever, yeah. then, 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 then I guess you have to tell yourself: Does if does doing it just make you feel uh, feel like it's giving up a part of yourself that 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 becomes actually ultimately worthless or not and being able to say no is a very important thing and it's, it's something that I'm I'm trying to learn even now and um, you know at this time of my life so I mean and, and actually what you were saying about this uh, routine and there's a ritual that you do for yourself every morning and every evening about um, kind of taking stock of the day and taking stock of where you are in your life and giving thanks and appreciation and and um, having a sense of what can I what can I do better to move on um, is is truly truly inspirational I mean I mean it's not mine I mean I read it somewhere no. and I sure no no but by the fact that you are um, um, Encompassing, encompassing that in in your in your daily life is is fantastic. And I, honestly, I mean, looking at you now and speaking with you now, there's definitely much more of a sense of kind of groundedness from I don't know eight ten years ago. <laughs> sure, man. Um, I was a mess. Man. Mm, I mean, you seem in a much much better place. Uh, and you know, not not being presumptuous, but I, I, I'm assuming family has a lot to do with it. Um, and making choices, life choices, work choices for yourself mm-hmm. that you know will make you happier. As a big, is a big part of that, obviously, <laughs> a huge part of it. Yeah. But it's su- it's such a like um, like you say the marketing part of it. It's so hard, right? So like like for this this project, this channel, right? I kind of want it to be like my thing, but how do I sustain it if I don't get income for it? You know, like. I think I don't come from a rich family. I, I can't just fund it on my own. Um, but I have really I've turned down some ads that wanted to come in mm. to you know. But like, but where do I draw that line? You know, because sure. I want to do more. Yeah. But and I need but I need resources to do more. And where do I get these resources from? People who want to do marketing. So it's very hard to it find is, that line. Yeah. You know, and then uh, it's, it's, I'm still struggling. No, 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 no. I, I think that that was something that will, will always be a, a push pull mm. thing. Um, and you know running a theatre company at the end of the day it, mm. it also has to be a sustainable business yeah, and part exactly. of a business there has to be the component of, of selling yes. of marketing yeah. of which you guys uh, do quite well I have to say which, which, which you do you know we yeah, try and really well. be as imagi- imaginative as possible but at the, at the end of the day really it, it, it's uh, it's still selling it's still selling a product I realise for acting right there are two kinds of actors <coughs> uh there's always the same process. You use a little bit of you, like you were saying. Use a little bit of you in the role. So uh, one kind of actor would really enjoy that process. Like I'm that kind. 
like when I when I use my own emotions, like when I upset or angry or when I have really dark thoughts, which I do, uh, I put it in my roles mm. and people applaud you for wanting to kill people. That's fantastic, can't complain. Uh, but every time after that scene, I feel a little bit better. So for me, it's like therapy mm. and I kind of release it. But I know another group of people, right? Whenever they relieve those emotions or relieve those scenarios of, Mm-hmm. They can't take it, mm-hmm. and it becomes worse. Right, like it right. fester, and it like you know, okay. and, oh, and lo- most of the time, those kind of actors they leave acting, or yeah. or it's kind of tough, sure, like, you sure, know, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I realize it's like this two kinds. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <coughs> but then, if you even if you are if you are the kind that you if you relieve your negative emotions and it gets worse. Doesn't it make it like make acting like really painful for you? Then I would I would I would think you know I mean certainly you know being the kind Me. of actor who, who is who is who finds some kind of um, I mean you use the word therapy and you know mm-hmm. you know it's 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 not it's not uncommon I mean I I I, I certainly especially you know playing playing you know those kind of slightly darker. Um, Shades do of bit, humanity, right? which I I I love doing them, actually, and in a way it's self therapy. In a way, it's I don't know whether healing is the word, but there is a feeling of it sounds very corny, but there's a feeling of catharsis doing a role like that where you can all it's almost like trying to clear out the mess, a messy storeroom. You know, you you know. You have a messy storeroom in your house. It's full of crap that you, has accumulated over the years. Doing a, a role like that almost gives you a chance to not necessarily clear out this trash, but just open the door a little bit for a little while. Just open the door. Let some let let the smell <laughs> that has festered over the years no, just get a little bit of air. And close the door again. You not necessarily clear out the the the. the this, but this, I did. This, this. I did. Right. Okay. Like for me, I did. Like after a few years, I kind of cleared it out. But for me, it was probably not that bad. Like not that, not that hard. You know, it's, mine is like silly things. Like you know, like my parents' attention, or like you know, like my first girlfriend left me, and then I felt shitty about myself and. You can consider it juvenile things, but it is my emotional. No, it's all, it's, yeah, all it's all real. It's all real. And 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 I'm finding out through my uh, my therapy mm. sessions that these little life incidents they may seem insignificant, mm-hmm. and looking back, you might kind of poo poo it out. Is that you know so small and 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 uh, inconsequential? But the very fact that you even remember it, or perhaps you don't remember it. Um, it's made a little mark in your life, you mm-hmm. know, and 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 uh, it's your whole life has made you who you are. I mean, that's what I I I, I believe, and um, you know, being able to, I suppose, own up to that fact. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it helps, but I guess just realizing it, hopefully, makes you able to kind of, and then we can take that and and hopefully. Inform how you're going to pro- progress with your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what, what what you're saying. You know, I'm learning a lot through talking with Andy Chen here. You know, oh not not God. just about my main crush. Is not not, that to me. not just about trying to reevaluate my my diet, but um, more, you should definitely do that. Which I, I definitely want to try. Mm. 
um, alcohol giving up. I'm not sure. Though. Um, <laughs> but um, um, but I guess more more to the point, the whole um, mentally, hmm. emotionally, almost spiritually, trying to uh, um, reboot every day. Hmm. And the whole process of rebooting just to start a new day, start a new, start a new, start a new. Yeah. I, in, in my own way, I've been trying to kind of do that. Mm. Uh, but I think, I don't know, um, it's easy to just, just slip into bad habits or slip into old ways of, um, uh, of doing things just, just out of, out of um, because it's always been like that, you know. So, so... Yeah, interestingly, like I said, you know, we happen to be talking to with each other at a time of my life where I'm needing a whole kind of overhaul and a whole kind of change of perspective, um, and a whole need to make myself see the good mm. and maybe acknowledge the not so good, but at the same time, not let the not so good overwhelm me so that I can't even see or hear or smell mm. or touch the good do you, you, but you, do you feel like you, you take care of your like people around you more than you take care of yourself do you like stop yourself from you know because I'm still very self-centered I love my I love my wife and I love my kids and mm. I love my extended family and I love a lot of my friends And but like I love myself so much more than that like I would <coughs> if I had like like I, I always believe, like, uh, there's this saying, right? Like, oh, you know, uh, you are with this rich guy, you know, but, you know, he's only going to give you, like, 1% of his property. I only have $5, but I'll give you everything. You know? <laughs> Fuck your $5. <laughs> I want his 1% of his billion dollars. You know, so to me, to me, right, like, I always felt like I want to be, like, happy and strong and, 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 and just rich and whatever it is, you know? Mm. And then, then I have a lot to give like to the people around me. Right. That's my mindset, you know. Right. So is I love that my still mindset. Your mindset. Yes, that's still my mindset. Okay. So I, I mean sometimes I'm still a bit ashamed about it because they are, they say oh you're very self-centered. I'm like actually I I really mm-hmm. am. Mm-hmm. I really do want to take care of myself first. Mm-hmm. Um but I wanna be so big and and, and great and, and, mm. and emotionally stable that I can like give them more than they need, you know. But by doing that, I feel like to take care of myself. Right. Maybe I should learn to not be embarrassed about this fact, but that has served me for, for a while, and I, I, I kind of like it, you know? I kind of like pampering myself. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that whole um, um, cliche of um, you can only love someone else if you know how to love mm. yourself... Um, I think I used to poo-poo that. I used to think, oh, surely that's not true. Surely life is all about giving and all that kind of stuff. But I think, I think lately, and once again at this time of my life, mm-hmm. I, I, I am discovering that because I am struggling to take care of myself, mm. I'm struggling to even like myself, it is affecting how I am with other people. It's affecting how I am with the people closest to me, you know. Um, and and, and <clears throat> I'm, I'm realizing that I'm falling short of how I want to be, how I usually am able to be, 
um, with my family, with my workmates, with my my colleagues, with with my, my the fellow actors that I'm I'm working with, you know, on on the production that I'm working on right now. I I I feel that I owe them more than what I've been giving them, and the problem, the root cause of it is because I'm struggling with myself at the moment and not knowing how to be good to myself. Um, so that's something that um, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change, but um, but it's not easy. It's a daily, a daily, daily f fight, you know. Um, and especially right now, the production that I'm doing is a comedy, exactly, and in a role that is really over the top and really flamboyant and hammy and um, Peter and the Star Catcher. Peter right? and the Star Catcher. Mm -hmm. um, um, and I'm finding it, oh my god. I mean, comedy is hard. Comedy is hard, <laughs> yeah. And especially for, for a person like me who usually lives in the, in the shadows, <laughs> you know, where, where I find it almost more accessible to dig into a more... Um, darker place. Yeah, darker place in order to channel into those kind of roles. To now play this over-the-top <laughs> character is so hard. It's really taking it out of me. I'm so exhausted after every rehearsal because just trying to find places in me where I can I can I can I can I can use. Mm. You know, and when you're in the dark place and you're trying to play this ha -ha! Oh. kind of character. Wow. It's so it really takes it out of me emotionally, mentally. I mean I like physically you know, during dinner break, sometimes I just I just say, you know, um, you guys, I'm just gonna just lie down. I, I, I don't even have the appetite to. to but have, when you're have playing dinner. a serial killer, like, hey, let's go get lunch. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really all the juices are flowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how it's <laughs> fucking funny. It's fucked up. I am. Um, so so yeah, but but mm. I, I I think I've in the last week or so, I've I'm turning a corner very slowly turning the corner and, and finding a place where I'm able to enjoy the process more, enjoy playing the role more, and enjoy the, the, the fellowship and the company of my fellow actors more. There's a lot of kids in that production, right? No, actually, no, we're all, we're oh, all it's adults. adults. We're, we're all adults. There's 12, oh. there's 12 of adults. us, a cast of 12, 11 men <laughs> and, one poor, and one poor actress who's got to put up with all our shit. Um, <laughs> And we play pirates and and sailors and mermaids, <laughs> um, and uh, it's a beautiful story. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 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 extremely silly, very very funny, mm -hmm. very very physical, um, and it's an origin story of Peter Pan. It's how it's Peter a pre prequel. It's like a prequel, yeah. yeah. It's how Peter became Peter Pan. How this uh, orphan boy became, um, became this boy who never grows up. Mm. You know, and I, I play I play the pirate who becomes Captain Hook. Ah. So it's, we find out how this orphan boy, in our version, an orphan boy from Singapore, uh, through a turn of events. It's a kids show, right? I mean, it's a it's a kids show for adults because there's a right. lot of there's a lot of adult Context. there's a lot of adult <laughs> humor there's a lot of there's a lot of humor in it that only adults will get. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a show. Of, that you can bring your whole family to. Right. 
um, is the, and is the first of Pangdemonium shows that we've been able to do that actually because most of our shows, uh, all of our previous shows, pretty have dramatic, been very kind of adult oriented, yeah. you know, dealing with you know pretty kind of weighty issues. Whereas this is the first show that we're doing, and we wanted to challenge ourselves and mm. just just do something do something different tonally, thematically. Mm. Um, um, so it's going to be very different for mm. for for people who've been following our work, um, but it's also very moving actually. We find actually for me and then ironically talking about what we've been talking about mm-hmm. the story in in amongst all the silliness and the zaniness of the story there have been moments in rehearsals where I found myself getting really emotional wow really emotional because um, gosh even as I'm talking about it because um, <coughs> it's, it's, it's and it's all about this boy who who refuses to grow up and he hates adults and he hates what grown-ups represent because there's a lot of deceit, a lot of um, um, falseness about being an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of pretense, a lot of responsibility, mm-hmm. which this, this often uh, uh, 13-year-old, it just represents something that he's really dreading. So when he comes to a point, this boy where he's offered the chance to be a boy forever and never having to grow up. When it gets to that point in the story, I was like, wow, maybe that's me. That's me. I know how that feels. You know? Um, and maybe that's, that's what I've been running from in all my life. Maybe that's why I became an actor. Because I've been running from... from... Um, Responsibility running from uh, from the real world, I suppose. You know, wanting to kind of live in this fantasy world. That's why. That's why I became an actor, so I could pretend to be other people. It's play. I mean, what we do is is play. You know, children play and pretend to be pirates and pretend to be to be superheroes, pretend to be villains. That's that's been more than half of my my life. Still pretending to be these other people. You know. And, and and when I kind of realized that in in, in rehearsing for the show, I, I kind of struck me as as just very resonant to me. Um, and in a way, I felt, wow, yeah, I'm so grateful that I can do this. That whole gratitude that my job definition is being a child, using your imagination. And, and play acting and God I'm so lucky to be able to do that because I, lo- I love doing that without that you take away that from me if someone came to me and said you, you, I'm sorry but you um, you will not be allowed to act anymore I don't know what the hell I would do you know? I can't do anything else I, I, I don't know what else I know how to do or would want to do um So I know. So I know. I'm very lucky. I know I'm very lucky, um, in spite of the fact that there is this voice and there is this yearning, and there is this wondering about what else there could have been, you know. And this, and just talking to you now is it's me reminding myself, mm-hmm. just reminding myself that it's a good thing. It's a good thing, and and you know I must never let it go. And that kind of 
that kind of childlike um, sense of play is 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 something that um, it, it, I know that if I lose that, then I should just quit doing what I'm doing, you know. Um, so and and in a way, you know, you know, ten years ago, that's what I was going through, you know, and and, and you saying that you went through that as well, mm. you know, after a few years. You were not. You were not even enjoying being an actor anymore. I didn't. I started to feel like uh, five years into acting on um, local TV. I started to feel like, like I don't like acting anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's no. very scary. No, precisely, precisely. I mean, that's what I was feeling as well myself. And 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 actually, on the sidelines, just observing you as a young actor, you know, in the in the first stages of your your career at at that time, you know, mm. those all those years ago. And, and being aware that you were going through you know, your own struggle, I, I, I completely identified with it because I was going through it at the same time, you know, in a different stage of my career, but um, I knew exactly what you were going through. Um, so, so, you know, you having made the very brave choice to do what you're doing now is, is, is great. I mean... It's actually my wife also. Really? <laughs> yeah. She, really? She, um, so my wife and I, she's also uh, at that time fully contracted. Yeah. And then like, um, so basically we, both our pay is basically given from the company, mm. right? Mm. And then I was always like the traditionalist, like we should be safe, you know, like I already have this independent contract whereby, you know, I kind of have my freedom, sort mm. of have mm. my freedom. Mm. And then, you know, we can, you know, and then we negotiated again and stuff like that. And then she was the one that went like, okay, done, let's, let's move on. Let's, let's just both leave the company together. Initially, I was like, why don't I leave and you stay? And, right. and then she's like, no. Let's just go. Yeah. And Cut we won't die. Away. We'll just make our own way. Mm. You know, and then when you hear that from your wife, you just kind of go like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's me alone, I probably, you know, I might not have mm. been able to make that step myself. Yeah. Right. No, no, same. No, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was Tracy who said, let's just, let's do it. Let's do it. I was like, really? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I cannot. But I've got kids, no. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Yeah. I mean, having kids changes the game yeah, completely. It really right? does. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so it was it was your wife who, yeah, who wife motivated you, you yeah. to. She's a much. She has a much stronger character than I have. Like right. very reckless sometimes. I have to say, mm. but very strong, very independent. Mm. You know, if she wants to do something, she's just like. Hmm. Do it. So I think I'm I'm quite grateful to her. Yeah. Even though sometimes like a strong woman might not be the easiest partner <laughs> <laughs> to have, but many times I'm like, oh, she's she's exactly what I need, you know. Mm. Yeah. And I love her for that. So, yeah. No, I mean um yeah, with yeah, without Tracy as 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 I said earlier, I would not have um would not be here actually. Mm. Yeah. And um no, she's given me two two beautiful boys. Uh, life is actually good, lah. I, ha- I I will have to admit that. Like, C- can know. I just say that, um, like you have always been like inspirational to me, um, and I think and I know for a fact it's not just me. You know, um, when you left um, the company uh, MediaCorp back in like eight years ago, um, I saw you switch your car from like a big car to a smaller, much smaller <laughs> car. I did. And for for like someone young like me who I was chasing after the Singaporean like credit card condo car and everything, when I saw that, 
because I really, I, I really admired your work before. You know, I really liked you as, as a human being. And then like, when I see someone I respect make choices like that, it really had an impact on me. It, really was like, it made me re, uh, reevaluate like, my life and what I really wanted. And then uh, even from your work now, every time I see you, um, you know, you have your own company and I know there's no way it's easy. There's no way. And every time I see like the productions that you guys put out, I see the kind of effort. Like I haven't seen a production um, that has no heart. And I'm not talking about like big budget stuff and expensive blockbusters, but I have not seen a production that has no heart. And to me, like just to see that like one and another and another, I'm like, it inspires me to do the same. Like, you know, I should have heart in everything I do. I should take pride in everything that I do. And I should not be scared of making big changes. And I should not be, you know, I can be self-sufficient. I can do exactly what I want to do. I can not make compromise. I don't want to compromise anymore, you know. And, and I think you represent that to me and to a lot, a lot of different people out there in different industries. You know, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. And, um, if anything, I think you need to take that and know that and keep that and know that you are making a positive change. And, you know, every time when someone asks me, like, you're easily one of the best actors in Singapore, you know, like, easily. And um, every time I see you in a work, I will watch the work. I watch uh, Unlucky Plaza as well. <laughs> you know, I watch everything, you know, and, and now I know you're in um, The Bridge, you know. And I, I, I watch every move and I watch every role that you do because I just want to know, like, how do you make your choices? Like, and, and I want to model myself um, after that. That's very kind of you. Yeah. That's very kind of you. I mean, um, um, I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> I mean, I'll, you know, I'm listening to what you're saying. I mean, I, 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 I won't, I'm too tired to contradict you. Only <laughs> 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 because it's, 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 I, I, I find it very hard to listen to. I can tell you find it hard. It's very, it's very, very hard. Yeah, I, I can tell it's you very find hard. It hard. I, I, I don't take compliments very, very well. I was, it was like, I was like, shut up! Yeah. It really is uh, very difficult for me to, to, to listen to, let alone yeah. process. Um, and um, I always kind of, kind of, I just, it's just, because, um, but at the same time, I mean, I don't know whether you feel this as, as an actor or not. At the same you need to know that your work is being appreciated by people. You need to, otherwise, what are you what are you doing it for? Yes. Right? Otherwise, you're just doing it for yourself, and it's just just wanky, right? <laughs> you do work for other people, you know. It's um, and hopefully they take away something from it, whatever it may be, mm. you know. And hopefully it touches people, touches their lives, uh, makes some kind of impact on them in, in in some hopefully positive way. Otherwise, what's the point? Mm. What is the point? I mean, sure, you know. Being an actor and all that is, 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 you know, it's very fulfilling, and you get to, to, to experience all sorts of emotions and all that, all that kind of stuff that we've talked about before. But ultimately, you do it for other people to, to. Um, I, I use the word appreciate, and that, that could mean all sorts of different mm. things. Um, um, but at the same time, so so you, it, it, it surely it, it helps to know that your work is being appreciated and, and, and that comes in the way of hopefully people saying positive things about it mm. yeah well it I appreciate it I, pre- I, do, I, do, I do appreciate it so, so, so thank, thank you um, um, I guess it's just a, partly a feeling of um, 
okay, okay, fine, but but you can do better. La. Never being complacent. Yeah. Always feeling that you you can do better. Yeah. Uh, very often, one of the things people ask me is, so, so what's, but what's been the role that has been your favorite kind of thing? And I always try and not think about it because I always think that it's going to be the next thing. It's going to be the the but one that hasn't happened yet. But why not? Like, um, I, 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 I know that I understand that, but I've recently been also trying to alter that like mindset of mine mm. by just, just giving myself credit mm-hmm. for, for something I, I did really well and I'm, and I'm proud of. Mm. And, and I think you can, they can happen at the same time. Like you mm. can always think that you can get a better role and I always do think that. And I still have like huge dreams and, and things I want to chase after as an actor. Um, but there's also like roles that I'm really proud of that I, I pulled off that I know it was hard and I mm. know like um, like you know like mm. probably no one else could have done it mm. you know with I was just the right person to do that job mm. at the time you mm. know? not that I was the greatest actor but just the right person at the right time with the right skill set and I pulled it off and mm. I'm damn proud of it mm. you know I don't mm. have to tell other people but in my heart I know I'm sure. proud of that even that one scene mm. or even that one line mm. you know like I'm so proud of that mm. and then I tell myself that I'm proud of that and mm. I should be proud of that. Mm. But that doesn't, actually that doesn't diminish, you know, like wanting more. I don't feel that it diminishes. It mm-hmm. just, it, I realize that it makes me feel like I, I am worthy of that. Right. Because I could do this. I'm not that far away from this. Right. But if I keep thinking that what I've done is nothing, 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 mm. this thing seems so far and like impossible, mm. you know, but I, I, I realize that it actually helps, at least for me. Mm. Yeah. And it's a bit kinder to yourself. It is, yeah. Right? It is. Uh, which is, which yeah. is, I guess, the, the whole lesson, if there's any kind of lesson from this conversation that anybody <laughs> wants to take away, is, is that uh, I think it's the importance of kind of being good to yourself. Mm. You know, self-care, being kind to yourself, um, being honest with yourself. I think you're, you know, you're very honest already. Um, <laughs> very self-aware. Um, but also, I guess, um, you know, asking yourself the question about w- w- what you can do um, for other people, um, but not forgetting that you're only able to do things for other people if, if you are making sure that you're as you're treating yourself as well as you you, you possibly can, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, and, and the work that we do as Pangdemonium, like I said, you know, over the years, we've been finding our own identity and, and what the kind of stories that Tracy and I are drawn to are stories that um, resonate with us, but we also know that resonate with, 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 with the community as well, with people as well. I mean, like ne- next year, our, our, <coughs> our, our 2019 season, um, um, just as with all our seasons, we've chosen three shows that, you know, have a I think have a real um, um, impact on our lives at the moment. And then the first one is um, it's a show called Late Company, which is deals with cyberbullying. Mm. Um, and the second one is a is a play that we've commissioned um, a playwright Ken Quek to who who wrote and directed uh, Unlucky Plaza. Um, to write a play about the Me Too movement, wow. yeah, that one. I mean, the yeah, that that is 
pretty explosive actually. The the oh. the, the it's gone through several drafts or in the latest one he sent us. It just blew my mind. Wow. Yeah, that, that that's gonna be a killer, that one. Um it'll probably be quite divisive and probably um be quite provocative. Um um but I think it's a conversation that really needs to be had, you know. I mean, I salute you guys for going <laughs> there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it, it was, it was, it was very emotional. Even the, the, the readings that we've had with a, you know, just a private group of actors, it got very emotional and very fiery. The discussions that came out of it, because everybody will have their own um, baggage about it, everyone mm. have their own opinions about mm. it. But what this play is trying to do is look at all the grey areas, you know. We know certain things are wrong. We know certain things are bad. Mm -hmm. But then there, there are certain, ooh, but ooh, mm, hang on. What about ooh, this? Ooh. <laughs> so I think it's a play. It's, it's the play is and the play, the title itself is also quite provocative. It's called This Is What Happens to Pretty Girls. <laughs> um, so we're kind of um, readying, readying ourselves for the, for the oh, storm. Exciting. For that one. Um, and then the last... Uh, show for the year is uh, is a musical called Urine Town which examines um, yeah it's it's yeah it's a urine, yeah, urine town urine urine town, Uren, Uren town. Oh, okay. it's a musical um, that is kind of a parody of um, um, populism and bureaucracy and politics and um, yeah, corporate greed uh, and it's set in a kind of fictional city most expensive city in the world, where where <laughs> private private toilets are banned and everybody has to to pee in public oh. urinals uh, owned by this corporation, um, and I think that there's a lot of it that's actually very very topical to our very our, nice. our world now. So so yeah so 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 we choose these stories because we we. I mean, we want to entertain people. That's, yeah. that's at the heart of, of, yeah. of any production that, that we do. But if we can, through these stories, also just give people a little bit of a poke, mm. stimulate people to think and to feel and to, to open their worlds a bit more, I, um, I, that's what we're trying to do. I think I find, like as I grow older, I find like that element of it like mm. more and more important. Yeah. Like just, just doing stuff like purely for entertainment, it becomes... The draw is like it gets lesser and lesser. Like mm. if you're not doing anything positive, mm. then what's the point? Like, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. But I, I, next year sounds like a no, very no, exciting it's, it's, year. It's, it's an exciting year. Exciting, exciting, year. exciting year. So Peter and the Starcatcher. It's when is it up? Uh, Peter and Starcatcher plays at the Drama Center until the twentieth of October. Mm. It's up now. No, now it's. Uh, we open actually as we're talking now. We we open in three days time. Mm. So, Congrats. Um, yeah, very exciting. Very <laughs> exciting. Um, and like I said, I think you know I'm kind of slowly turning a corner now. Mm. Where I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about the production. I'm very excited about the role, and um, it's quite scary. It's quite scary in a way because I haven't done a out and out comedy for 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 a while mm. um, now. So this is this is quite a quite a frightening proposition. But but I think in a good way. I think uh, as an actor, as well, if you take one role after another, one part where you go, yeah. oh, it's just another one. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, I know exactly who this character is. That's the scariest is. place to be. And, oh, you just plateau, you just flatline, and if there's no scariness about a new role or a new project, then why do it? You know, 
unless it pays very well, <laughs> right? Right. Yep. Um, then then why do it? There must be an element of, ooh, like can I can I actually do this? Yeah. 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 Um, and I think that's that's life, really. Yeah. You know, there has to be something for you to look forward to, or for you to almost feel a little unsure about. That gives you that bit of, you know, ooh, I was, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. You see, this, 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 this is what this whole conversation has been about for me to sit here and and learn from Please, you. Please, I am learning. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm not. I'm not being facetious about it. I, 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 I think I have gotten more out of this um, chat than <laughs> than anybody else. I mean, th- thank, thanks for wanting to even um, um, to chat with me, and I, I, oh I don't know. God, I don't know whether this has has gone in any direction that you were expecting this it to, or hoping, or hoping for. This episode, yeah. But but coming, even driving here today, I was telling myself, um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend and thank you so much regale man. you with all sorts of inspiring anecdotes and and tell you how fantastic my life is or how flourishing my so-called career is and all that kind of bullshit because uh, I don't think I I I owe you to be completely honest and tell you and just be who I am and what I'm feeling right this very moment and and this minute and just be as honest as I can with you and I think whoever is is watching this I think I I owe it to to people just just to be completely um, Frank. So so sorry. Very brave, very so so yeah. Brave. So so I apologize if it's been a little Please bit of a downer, but but but, but, but um, that that's where I am right now. That's that's who I am right now. <laughs> I think just by like being so candid and like open about it, it's quite inspirational. I'm sure a lot of people is gonna watch it and then needs it. Initially, when I did this series, I didn't think too much about it, um, but I realized that it just has its way of finding the right people and then like when they see something like that it just sometimes it just takes a, a little bit of this like to see someone you admire or you know and then like they are open and honest about something that you are going through at the same time it, it really really changes a lot yeah I'm so. really okay we're gonna end off <laughs> with us this is how we end it off okay we okay. get to ask uh, the audience like a question it can be any question. It can mm-hmm. be a philosophical one. It can be a stupid, silly one. And then they will reply in the comments what they think. So it's kind of like a survey. Okay. But you can ask anything from, you know, up to you. Wow. Yeah. So asking, asking. Damn. Damn. Okay. Um, if there's one memory or one person in your life that has made a positive difference to who you are. What is that memory or who is that person and why? Thank you, thank you. We're done. Thank you. Thanks, man.